0: Welcome to make Pods great again. I'm your host John Woolley and content creator for the Instagram page Make Wads great again today's podcast brought to you by Tango Charlie Apparel Apparel for the rest of us. Go to Tango Charlie Apparel for all your fitness apparel needs. So how's everybody doing? Welcome to the podcast i um I want to give a quick shout out before we jump in to our topic today there's a uh, a fundraiser going on at Blackbird CrossFit in eldersburg maryland so if you find yourself in the maryland area i'd like for you to swing out there and and check it out but i've also included a link in my bio uh... for a uh, gofundme account one of their members erica is battling cervical cancer and our thoughts and prayers are with her uh, by all accounts just a wonderful woman and i'd really like to support them as much as we can it's one of the things i love about crossfit is we we tend to support our own and uh, this is uh, no exception It looks like it's going to be a fantastic event raffled prizes, contests, um, yeah, and obviously lots of fitnessing going on. But most importantly, I'd just like to ask you guys to take a moment and, and give warm thoughts and prayers to Erica and her family as she battles cervical cancer. If you feel the need to give, uh, link is in my bio as well as on Blackbird CrossFit's Instagram page. So with that said, let's jump into the podcast. So today's guest is Aaron Hine, who is the co-founder and president of the LifeAid Beverage Company. Commonly known to you guys as FitAid. Aid, uh, Chad and I actually reached out to Aaron when we were in California interviewing Greg. Um, he has been a uh, Aaron has been a long term, a long time follower of Make Wides Great Again, and uh, I've been a long time user of their product, and so I thought it'd be interesting to go out and talk to them. This is actually uh, not a commercial for them in any way. They just have a really interesting story. These are CrossFitters. Uh, that, uh, have been ingrained in the community for years. Um, you know, we're working out in a gym and, and saw people drinking sugary drinks and pre-workouts that they thought were bad for them and wanted to make a difference and went out and did it. And, uh, I just thought they had a really interesting story. So we ended up having a great conversation with, with Aaron, uh, ended up talking about everything from their company to the CrossFit games. Um, He's a uh, a supporter of Hunter McIntyre, so we got some time to talk about Hunter, which was uh, obviously before he got the wild card. So that's kind of interesting on the listen back, and uh, just had a lot of fun. So I'm excited for you guys to hear this, and we hope you enjoy it. Very special guest today. We are in the world headquarters of Life Aid with uh, founder, owner, right?
1: That's right, Aaron.
0: Yeah. Aaron Hine.
1: Yeah. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Great to be here.
0: So a surprise trip for us uh, to California. So we figured while we were here, we would pop in. uh, You know, LifeAid, FitAid has an amazing story. And we honestly just wanted to have a conversation with you about it, hear about, you know, kind of the genesis of your company, uh, you know, how it came to be, uh, you know, things you guys are focusing on uh, and just kind of talk it through. So maybe you could just, you know, give us a start with a little bit of your background and and. Where did you begin? Yeah. Yeah, How did we get here?
1: Well, we started in 2011. Uh, My business partner, Ryan uh, Mellahan and myself, we actually met in a CrossFit gym, CrossFit North Santa Cruz, uh, which is actually in Scotts Valley, the town you just came from. Is
2: that the one we just worked out in?
1: No. It's not there anymore, but it actually, interesting piece of history, before HQ had their own gym, that's where everyone that worked at HQ used to work out. So I was a sports chiropractor. I was working on a ton of athletes and then I started working on some HQ employees and then when they'd bring some of the higher athletes in for photo shoots and stuff, if they had anything going on, I was doing like really good specific chiropractic work and active release and that kind of thing. So they'd come over and that, that's when they got me hooked into CrossFit because I was always a Globo gym guy my, right. my entire life. And uh, yeah, you know, the, the rest is history. I mean, I guess the, the genesis of Life Aid is really, you know, ignorance and passion. had athletes coming into my office back 2011 coconut water was just hitting the scene kombucha was just hitting the scene but really it was all about energy drinks so all the athletes coming in chugging the energy drinks and you know i was you gotta get off that crap you're gonna get adrenal fatigue you know all the sugar and caffeine and and they said okay well you know what should i drink instead you know water is boring and kombucha and, and chia and coconut water was just too hippy-dippy yeah. for a lack of a better term, very acquired taste. And, and so Orion and I were shooting the shit at a, at a festival and we're like, hey, we should come up with a drink company. <laughs> yeah. Right. A great idea. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we were off to the races. We basically emptied out our savings accounts and, and went all in with uh, 30 grand each. And yeah, that's how we started. Did you
0: ever imagine it would come to this?
1: Oh, God, I'm such a, a big... Dreamer and a big thinker. That yeah, I, I mean, great. as soon as we had this concept, I mean, as soon as we got uh, eighty domain names around that AID for you know ten, right. twelve bucks each. I mean, uh, some people know we even got bonerade.com for twelve dollars. <laughs> believe it or not. So nice. we yeah, once amazing. we started landing on like the concept of you know very clean, you know, basically vitamins you'll actually enjoy drinking instead of, you know, have to mm-hmm. choke down and, yeah. you know, these clean nutritional products. And we started registering those, these domains that were actually open. I'm like, oh God, I think we're onto something here. So, uh, yeah, that was January, 2011.
0: When does Bone hit the market? I was gonna say, when's that line it'll not, be, Not it, but we need it. Not it'll not have, need have to be it. a these little, getting there. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll
1: definitely be blue and right. it probably be a little shot. You might see it at the 7-Eleven or something. Yes. You know? We actually still own the domain if anyone out there wants to buy it from. Us. I don't think that's a product that's quite congruent with our current <laughs> offerings.
2: High <laughs> is bitter, yeah. I gotta be honest, yeah. I wasn't
1: expecting boner aid, yeah. that's pretty awesome, yeah.
0: yeah. Wow, so a chiropractor before
2: Chad's, yes. Chad yeah, Chad a chiropractor. Does this oh, family. yeah, I didn't know that um, maybe, maybe that's how yeah, we connected, connected before.
1: Connected okay, where'd you go to school?
2: Uh, Palmer, Florida.
1: Okay, I was yeah. Palmer West, yeah, yeah. uh, so. probably a few years before at your time, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I graduated in 2015.
1: Okay, yeah, it was 2002, so, yeah, yeah, yeah I practiced 10 years, rock and practice, uh, 31 new patients every month by referral, mm-hmm. you know, great income, worked about 24 hours a week. I didn't realize how sweet I had it now. They right. say hindsight's always 2020. 20. I'm yeah. thinking back like, geez, I had it pretty easy back right. in the day. But, uh, no, this is great. It's a yeah. whole other level of the game and able to affect people's health in a you know in a positive way. Yeah. On a, much grander scale than, you know, a few thousand patients so that I was able to. So it's
2: ingrained to. in your DNA already, and now you're just doing it a different way.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we're constantly looking to, you know, improve our products and serve unserved, you know, niche audiences. And, you know. Do you yeah. still practice? I don't. I keep my active, uh, my license active, but I um, uh, I don't do the continuing ed every year to, to keep it where I, I have to practice, so I'd have to go back and do a bunch of continuing ads. You
2: got a table somewhere in here? Where I do have a hand. table right up
1: there. Yeah, I still have a table once in a while. You know, and part of it is just the liability, you know, yeah. where I'm at. Um, as much as I really love it and as, as good at it as I am, I, I just can't expose you know, myself or the yeah, company. The and, and, you know, I don't, especially not yeah. holding my, my uh, insurance anymore. But we actually have a chiropractor that comes in here once a month and, and works on everybody a friend of mine from high school, nice. I mean from high school, from Carboretic College. He's not quite as good as I was. Right. He knows that, but you know, he's all right. We'll tag him in this. Yeah, thing. yeah. Make sure he hears it. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> I remind him when he comes in. He's, he's, I still work on other Kairos, so right. they want to make sure I still got it. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So um, tell us just a little bit about your mission statement. Like what, you know, your, your focus. You're obviously super connected with the CrossFit community.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. CrossFit's been... An incredible community for us. I mean, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the CrossFit community, is the bottom line. Um, but if you if you really look at the the highest level, you know what we're all about. You know, for over hundred years now in this country, some of the biggest beverage players have pretty much gotten a free pass for peddling sugar water to our kids. You know, and you look at, you know, with all the information available to now today, you know, chronic disease has never been more of an epidemic. Typically due to, uh, you know, uh, chronic inflammation from high sugar, excess of sugar, sedentary lifestyles, et cetera, et cetera, processed foods. So, you know, it's it's not okay. It's like right. y- you don't let your you know ten year old you know play with uh, loaded weapons. You don't let your you know your 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 five year old uh, you know run across the street without looking both ways. But parents have no issues sometimes you're handing them a, a you know a 70 ounce big gulp or you know, whatever yeah. yeah yeah exactly that literally has the same amount of sugar as if you had to go give your kids a glucose tolerance test for for diabetes I mean right. it's just bizarre to me it literally makes my skin crawl Yeah, it makes my skin crawl to especially kids seeing kids right. and And uh, you know, if you have any engagement with the parents, oh, it's genetics. No, it's you're giving them hundreds of grams of sugar every day, and it's screwing up their hormones. It's screwing up their metabolism. Development of the brain. Yeah, everything, everything. They're less, they're less active now. They're They're less active. And then you've got the food companies who basically successfully manipulated science to demonize fats for the yeah, last, right. you know, 40 years and put sugar on this pedestal. So yeah. you've got these major, massive forces on both sides, you know, food and beverage that were just promoting this high sugar, high sugar, high sugar. And, you know, I just had enough of it. And so it's time to hold them in greater accountability. It's time to change expectations for the consumer. And, uh, you know, that's what we're all about. So when, when you're creating your drinks
0: and you obviously have kind of a, a broad line of what you're doing, do you, are you setting kind of you know, minimum uh, or maximum, you know, calories or ingredients that you're looking for? Like what's your kind of your process for putting together? A,
1: yeah. A drink? So first, great question. First off, they have to be, they all have to be very clean. So we never will use aspartame or sucralose. In fact, we have no sodium in any of the, the drinks, Uh, You know, no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so no red number four, blue dye number, whatever, right? Um, We keep the calorie count very low, um, uh, you know, under 45 calories on on all of them. And we have some line extensions that will even be lower than that coming up uh, uh, soon. Uh, and then, you know, we're looking to put efficacious ingredients in each drink. So it's like, you know, reverse engineering. What's the community looking for? We were just talking about focus aid. You know, for so long, people were consuming energy drinks because they needed a pick me up. But why they need a pick me up, maybe they're at work or, or at school or right. studying. Really, they want more focus. They want to yeah. be in the zone. They want to be in flow state, if you really take it to the extreme, like, you sure. know, how productive you can be. Well, we know that. Uh, um, you know, supplements like GABA can can help get you in flow and produce like alpha waves in the in the brain, and, and alpha GPC can help your neurotransmitters firing at a at a, a more rapid rate, and and so we took kind of what the Silicon Valley techies have been doing for the last you know five years, making their own nootropic cocktails, and we basically put it in beverage form with a little you know a smaller dose of natural caffeine to really get. Uh, a nice, uh, you know, pick-me-up uh, that's not going to get you all jittery or jacked up. that crash. Exactly. And I, I, you know, I see a movement right now going on in, in CrossFit where it just sickens me, where it's like all of a sudden, coaches and owners think it's okay to give their, uh, give their members, you know, drinks that are at 300 milligrams of caffeine. Well, right. the, cafe, the, the FDA has come out and said, if you consume 400 milligrams, you could die of a heart attack. And we you, right. you just... Type in energy drink heart attack. There are hundreds and hundreds of people that this has already happened to. So you're you're slamming one or two of these drinks with 300 milligrams each, and then you go do a CrossFit workout? Are you kidding me? Right. Like there's better ways if you need a little pick-me-up yeah. than, you know, basically go do a line of Coke is yeah. what they're doing. I mean, it's like doing it's, – it's ridiculous. I wouldn't suggest that either. Yeah. No, I wouldn't suggest that either. You know, so – but that's what, you know, that – These kind of challenges, you know, there's a lot of fads I think that come through health and fitness. But if we just take a, you know, more sensible, long-term approach, you're not focused on, you know, short-term solutions. You're focused on, you know, what's best for for the mind and body in the long term.
0: So, how are you getting the? I mean, what you're talking about is fantastic, particularly around the, you know, kind of the sugar concept. We've we've talked about that all day today about how sugar is really, you know, the number one, probably the number one killer. Mm -hmm. you know, above anything else in the U S obesity is killing people. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just came back from the Arnold and, you know, I'm not sure I would call them your competitors. Won't name their names, but it rhymes with hang energy. We're just handing out samples, little, you know, bikini models everywhere. It's like Vegas, you know, like kind of the Coke story made me think of it. Like it, I almost expected them to be handing out lines of Coke the way they were selling it. You know, how are you guys getting the word on the good work you're doing around, you know, uh, you know,
1: the clean ingredients and the no sugar and all of that really one person at a time, podcasts like this you know we 've got an incredible team, about seventy people uh, you know now on the life a team, and every single one of us is the brand you know so we 're out there living the lifestyle we 're spreading the word um, you know we 've got a, an incredible. Social media following now and, and email list, direct to consumer, and then just the availability now, you know not only through the gym channel but at a lot of retailers, so um, the word is getting out. I mean, I love it when we open up a new account or we're doing some type of an event because what happens is seventy percent of people now are reading labels before they consume something, which plays. Awesome for us, right? right because huge. what are they doing? They're like, oh, this is some garbage energy drink. They pick it up and they're like, oh, not an energy drink. Okay, well, it must have a ton of sugar. Oh, not a ton of sugar. Oh, they're probably paying that two cans uh, per serving BS when we know everyone drinks the whole thing in one right. serving. It's total bullshit. That's another thing that boils my blood: mm, two cans right. per serving on an eight or a twelve ounce, even right. sixteen ounce. Are you kidding me? Come mm-hmm. on, you know. Oh, they don't do that. You know, and the, so they're going through this checklist. We all have a checklist in our mind. What we're looking that the product should have or shouldn't have. You know, I know my checklist. Like if I there's sucralose in something, mm-hmm. gives me an instant headache. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, if I, even a piece of gum, like if I was to chew gum and had sucralose, oh, headache, must have sucralose. Yeah, right. dang it. And and so going through that checklist and, and not having any of those ahas that, that people are looking for, then we get past the lips like, oh, it actually tastes good and oh, it has these ingredients that I actually am taking already. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, <laughs> You know, we're getting, you know, we're, we're we're recruiting people that way. And beverage and hydration is a have-to. You know, supplementation is a want-to. Mm-hmm. So when you can take a want-to and combine it with a have-to, you have, a I think, a winning right. formula. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk a little bit about your corporate culture. I mean,
0: you know, you gave us a tour when we came in, and you have an amazing gym here. Yeah. Which I think speaks volumes. Um, you know, what what's your kind of your concept about, you know, work-life balance, exercise?
1: Yeah. Uh, well we don't look at uh i don't think there is such a thing with, uh, as work life balance because there's just life it's life yeah. you know it's it, if i was to get in a big you know fight with with my wife then i'm going to have a it's going to affect my day at work sure <laughs> you know and if i'm a, a bad boss coming down on people and, you know, not empowering them or belittling, belittling them, then that's going to affect how they go home that day and interact with, you know, their significant others or their kids. So it's just life. And taking an approach that it's all life, then, you know, I think that we need to seize the moment and, and you know, enjoy what we're doing, continually enjoy the, enjoy the ride. So having a gym at work, you know, just... Again, allowing people to live the life aid lifestyle. We also have a full bar, you know, so we're very much into, you know, balance and not being too extreme in any category and, you know, being able to go outside and throw the yoga mat on our our deck or do a barbecue on Friday and, you know, we buy lunch for everybody on Tuesdays. We do um, big alignment meetings. We're very big on, I've got a new concept, you know, it's like you go to the ATM machine to, to pull out money, right? I believe that, you know, life is is truly an ATM where if you're following the ATM mentality, the A being alignment, the T trajectory, the M momentum, but alignment, starting with alignment, alignment with yourself, number one, like what are you doing when no one else is looking? You know, that's like, what if everything you did, everything you did was on the front page of the New York Times? Like, would you be okay with that? You know, and so I start running things through that filter more, more and more, you know, making sure I'm in alignment with myself, number one, then I need to be in alignment with my spouse and my business partner, because after myself, those are the two most important and influential people that I need to maintain alignment with, right? And then the entire team. So we have processes That we've developed that keep everybody very much in alignment uh, around here from forward looking vision statements every uh, quarter to quarterly objectives and key results that we all agree on for each individual, for each business unit, and for the company. And then we back into a forward-looking vision statement that we read every week during the all-hands meeting on Tuesday, as if the quarter has already ended, as if we have already accomplished everything we've set out to do. And when individuals like we're doing this week are setting up new OKRs for Q2, you know we're grading our q1 they're grading themselves on q1 and part of it is you know quote unquote work okrs but there's all, there has to be personal okrs in as part of this and they're being financially compensated financially rewarded via bonuses and fun trips that we do and stuff by hitting those objectives whether that's we've had people you know want to lose weight people want to squat x amount do so many pull-ups quit smoking you know, play the guitar, you know, learn a second language, whatever it is, but there's been books, we've got, you know, not, there weren't a a ton of readers around here, but now (laughs) almost everybody is reading, and, uh, you know, we do a lot of continuing ed that way, just to keep people, you know, Stephen Covey would say, you keep sharpening the saw, sharpening the saw, you know, stay. And that creates uh,
2: a really good culture within your business.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then the open format of Mm -hmm. the office, you know, people, Like, everybody's accessible, you know, so we're, as we grow, I'm very conscious, we're, Orion and I are both very conscious about, you know, not falling down that traditional kind of corporate structure and corporate rabbit Mm -hmm. hole and and keep everything, you know, pretty flat. So what's
0: what's next for you?
1: Well, next for us is to make LifeAid and, you know, all of our LifeAid products a household name, you know. I mean, we've got a, a great, name in in CrossFit. We've got a great name in, in, in obstacle course racing now and Spartan Race with our partnerships there. Um, we're getting a lot of traction in the traditional gym environment. Um, you know, Whole Foods is one of the great account for us, uh, HEB down in Texas, probably our best account. But as more and more retailers, bring us on, you know, that opportunity, like I was talking about earlier, to exchange that energy drink or exchange that big gulp for one of our products, I know that we are permanently affecting that individual's health trajectory. So it's one can at a time. As we convert one person, you know, all of a sudden you multiply that out like, well, they've been drinking X amount for X amount of years. It's like we're talking about major reductions in sugar consumption and, and their overall health. Plus, when they're making decisions around health and wellness in their, in their food and drink, that typically will coincide with, gosh, I'm feeling a little bit better. I lost some weight. Maybe I should go to the gym today. You know? And so then they get that aspect of it too. And it starts to spiral in a very positive way. Yeah, I think you're accomplishing that. I mean, I can
0: tell you as a, as a consumer of your product, um, you know, I put a lot of thought as to when what I'm going to drink after a workout and you guys are my go-to like it's you know there's really nothing else I want to put in my body you know it's um absolutely you know I find it helps with my recovery I feel better uh I think the caffeine piece is the biggest for me if you want feedback um you know I just um you know too much caffeine for me just blows me out yeah and yeah. you know you have like the perfect amount just yeah. enough
2: just to you know edge. Yeah. yeah and I'm going to be honest uh, I was feeling pretty lightheaded still from that workout you said it was about 20 minutes, and I feel a lot better after that focus aid. Yeah, I good. I actually can converse a little bit better now.
1: Yeah. It makes a huge difference yeah. for me. I, I'm pretty much go-to on my focus aid about a half hour after lunch. When yeah. my when you start to feel yeah, like you yeah. want that yeah. My parasympathetics are kippin, kicking in. I'm like nap time. I'm like, okay, i got a couple more meetings. I had to pound out of here, so let me. Uh, so let me
2: the, nootrop, the uh, nootropics, what is, what is the big thing with, I see, is that the only drink you have that in?
1: Yep. Focus. Yeah. Yeah, it's focus. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Immunity aids, our latest launch. That one's uh you know, echinacea, uh vitamin C, vitamin D three, zinc, astragalus, um uh, some nice immune boost we just landed. 90 uh, locations inside 10 airports with oh, that wow. product. So really excited to, awesome. uh, to see what that does. That's in
2: an airport. Awesome that you can even – people read that and they're immediately going to – Yeah, wonder. they know exactly
1: yeah. what it's for. There's no ambiguity, you know, about about what the products yeah. use occasion. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Um, you know, I probably should have started the podcast by saying this isn't a commercial. I mean, we – you know, I, I, want, I want to make sure people that listen to this know, like, we came to you guys – because you're you are super influential in the CrossFit community, and and we believe in your product. Um, and you know, I really wanted to hear from you, just you know, kind of your, you know, the concept of what you guys are working on, what you're continuing to work on. Um, you know, I hear, literally every day from CrossFitters all over the planet, or you know, all within your footprint anyway, um, that they're reaching out for your product and using it. And and you know, I I've always felt like that's the best compliment you can get if someone you know just kind of uh, unrequested tells you what they're doing. Yeah. And I I see
1: it every day. Um, I'm going to grab a life aid, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Do you sell out of the country? We do. Yeah, we're in about 20 countries now. Uh, Australia is our our largest uh, market out of the U.S. And then uh, we have several European countries doing really well. Nordic countries do uh, pretty well for us as well. A couple in South America now. So, yeah, I mean, look, the you know th- again this anti sugar movement is not just a california or, or east coast thing it's it's really taking over the us and 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 it's affecting the entire world and uh you know we're poised to to be a very you know low sugar low calorie option and with our new uh, line extensions which uh, the community will see this year we're going even more so in that direction so yeah.
0: yeah yeah i think that was our biggest discussion today was just you know the, the you know the obesity my opinion is it's killing more people than guns, killing more people than virtually, you know, cars, anything. Yeah. And um, you know, it's exciting to see you guys Silent taking, killer. yeah, taking part in that. Like I've, I, I'm getting tired of watching people walking into the gym drinking, a, you know, some sort of whatever their crazy pre-workout is. Well, it was just yeah.
2: ingrained in our culture. I mean, that, that's the first thing, all through high school, all through college sports, the first thing they hand you is a Gatorade.
1: Yeah. 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 I used to take uh I forget what it was called i think it was called ripped fuel back in like the early nineties I remember and I'm super sensitive to like you know all kinds of stuff i don't take any uh, prescriptions at all, but I took uh, one of those and I, I think I doubled the dose on accident, just didn't read it or whatever I mm-hmm. took two. I remember being in the gym and literally my heart was oh now. it was racing and i'm sweating and i'm like. I'm about to check out, and I'm 19 years old. Like, this is yeah. not good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. never again. Yeah. Uh, I think that stuff's totally illegal now. Oh, I, yeah. you know, the FDA comes down like, oh, that actually has you know like legal crack. Yeah, we yeah. better take that yeah. off the market. <laughs> when, yeah. when I was growing up, it
0: was Jolt Cola. Jolt, jolt yeah. Jolt Cola. I remember oh. that. It was like double the caffeine. It would just knock you on your ass.
2: Yeah. Oh. I was really sensitive to, um, I, I mean, I drank Gatorade going through, High, uh, high school sports is where I really noticed it, and the regular Gatorade, I had to stop drinking because it would cause so much phlegm uh, buildup during wrestling season that I, I kind of really enjoyed it when they came out with that G2 or whatever because it was like you know a huge drop off in sugar. Right. And then again, moving on forward, I just keep learning more and more on. Trying to reduce that amount of sugar as much as possible.
1: It's so easy to make your own electrolyte oh, replacement. Yeah. Like just get some good, you know, magnesium salts, and maybe get some Himalayan, so, you know, sea salt for sodium, and throw it in a little water with a squeeze of lemon, and mix it yeah. up, and you know, get it go. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 simple. You mentioned you guys are getting
0: involved in um, Spartan Race. How big is that getting? I haven't been involved with them at all. It's big.
1: It's big. Um, Racers for 2019 will probably be you know, to the tune of 600,000, and then really? several hundred thousand wow. spectators as well. So is, yeah, we'll, we'll sample about a million people with that.
2: Is this the um, the X version?
1: Um, I don't know if there's an. I think that's uh, that Chris, might that's Chris Tough Mudder. Has, that's, that's, that's Tough, Tough Mudder. Mudder. Oh, yeah, Tough Mudder. Yeah, Tough Mudder has the, the X. Spartan's the, the largest okay. OCR in the first, you know, okay. Joe DeSena is a madman, good, good dude. Is that the uh, one where they
2: hand you a beer at the end?
1: You get a beer ticket, but now because of the request, I mean, everyone gets a, a fit yeah. aid when yeah. they cross the finish line. So when they need it most after a yeah. grueling race, Perfect. I've done three or four now, including the world championships in Tahoe, which is a total ass kicker. Right. Um, But you get a nice cold fit aid, and then you have the option now with your ticket if you're not a drinker. You can actually get either an immunity aid or life aid or one of our other products as well. It's awesome. So, yeah, it's cool. I had no idea it was that big.
0: I didn't either. I mean,
1: there's a
2: lot. I mean, there's so many things outside of the CrossFit world that you can just tap into and really grow.
0: I think a lot of the CrossFitters are starting to move toward this, you know, Spartan races, Tough
1: Mudder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ja- like, uh, Jacob Heppner is, was she crushing. He was yeah. podium, uh, doing some podium finishes at, uh, yeah. at some of these events. And then you got g- coming the other way, Hunter McIntyre, total beast, you know, came from obstacle right. course racing, dominated that, then went to, uh, Steve Austin's, you know, stone cold challenge oh, yeah. where, ha- uh, Tommy, um, you know, uh, what's it? Hackenbrook had the, title there forever no one could beat him not even touch him you know crossfitter hunter comes along and, and uh, somebody beat tommy's record one episode it 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 holds and then hunter comes along and smokes his record by like two minutes or something now hunter's making a run you know he's he's trying to get to the crossfit games and uh, to take a you know six foot two ocr guy and put some muscle mass on him and he's serious about it he's going to be uh, Training, uh, you know, out in um, um, Cookville here uh, in the next uh, month or so. Awesome! Yeah, did he do the uh, open? He did the open. He got top, I think, 100 on 19.1, and uh, he had some really good, you know, finishes. finishes. He's his, you know, his, his over his endurance is incredible. He's got an incredible motor on him. Uh, he's great with the traditional obstacle course racing, you know, running. Rowing, you know all the body weight stuff you can crush, with his strength still. I mean, you know, to be a really good CrossFitter, I think you got to be five nine, five nine, ten right. or shorter. Yeah, 5'6". Well, <laughs> yeah, five six. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying it. That's uh, the highest. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and he's uh, he's quite a bit taller, but I think. We're trying to get him one of those uh, wild card spots uh, that is available. So if Greg's listening to this. Well, uh, so
0: the, we had a oh, yeah. long conversation with this uh, with Greg, and he officially named me vice president of that wild card. Oh, really? Like, wait, okay. I asked him who he was going to invite. He's like, we need suggestions. You're in charge of this. And I'm like, I'm your
1: man. Please check out Hunter. Hunter he needs to start talking
0: smack because yeah. it's the only way you're getting wild cards. You have to talk smack. You're not a crossfitter. Look at Hunter's Instagram. You'll see right. plenty
1: of Tess Act get Him and Velmer got a whole thing going on. Okay. They're both redheads. Oh yeah, no. Oh. Yeah. Um That's awesome. Hunter uh Hunter definitely checks all the boxes there.
2: So there is a wild card and a well, blowhard. It, yeah, he called I called it know the blue. Blow- there was a wild card.
0: Yeah, well he's got there's four spots. But are,
2: are those two compete? Or I,
0: it's up to glass, yeah. right? I mean, I he don't know. Probably, he can put in He wants glass. the blowhard card. He wants people in there that are not traditional CrossFitters but are going on social media telling everybody, oh, if, if I did it, I'd kick everybody's ass. Like, that's what he's looking for. And these, these guys are I heard do, Jillian
1: Michaels is going to get one of those spots. Yeah, we yeah. nominated
0: her right <laughs> off the bat. Oh,
1: yeah. We want the Rock.
0: I mean, thanks, for, thanks Dude, to Jillian. The Rock would be
1: badass. Yeah. If
0: it wasn't for Jillian, we wouldn't be here.
1: That's the Rock I, might actually win. Yeah, because if he didn't, if he didn't win, he would just take Frazier and body slam him, (laughs) choke him out. His whole arm is bigger than Frazier. That's what CrossFit is missing. I mean, let's be totally frank: you're not getting punched, right? Like, you want to truly get the fittest man on earth? Let's throw in a little rumble in the mix here. You know what I'm saying? Like my friends in the MMA that train CrossFit they're really the toughest guys on earth. Because well, no it's one thing to be agree. putting up amazing times and lifts, but then to be able to do that while you're punching and getting punched and kicked and choked for multiple five-minute rounds, I'm sorry. That's a I, whole nother I level. Agree.
2: Yeah. I've been on board for that for a while. We've been talking, as little as, uh, you know, even I've talked a lot with Scott on this, like wrestling would be hard to get in there, but some form of like a sumo-style wrestling I think is the best way that you uh, you could incorporate something that is fair enough because you can't have the heaviest guy with the lightest guy and doing wrestling. But if you did sumo wrestling, there's less scoring involved than you just if they go to the knee, they're out. Or if they go out of bounds, they're out. So. I don't know. I, I agree. There's some. There's a way you, you can do. normalize yeah. it.
1: Look, the midgets and the little guys got, have major advantages yeah. for most of. Yeah. I think even MakeWise is great again. Didn't you guys have a post on? Oh, I've done so. It many. was something about like all the short people are complaining about this yeah. workout when they have the advantage in ninety nine percent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the only thing. Mike Tyson was not a tall, big guy. No.
0: Yeah, you know? All these strong guys are small. The only thing Frazier's disadvantaged at is getting a ride at Disneyland. Otherwise, <laughs> he's going to kick your ass at everything yeah. other than rowing and wall balls. Well, what about Rich coming back today? Yeah, he's that, going that's individual. No, that's April Fool's joke. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, you Jesus. can thank Justin at uh, Morning Chalkoff for that. It's a total April Fool's joke. Justin, little Frank. There's been a couple, Justin, been a yeah. couple of those. I, can't Pretty,
1: believe, I, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, yeah. we're all discussing what we're going to do for our April Fool's on our Instagram at HQ this morning mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <then you laughs> and give I get pulled by Rich. alright little Franco you, you got, got me
0: you should have called me I would have I say I was telling him I was going to make one up for you guys today for April Fool's I didn't get to it I was so busy with Greg I was going to do uh, uh, Fit Aid uh, Pumpkin Spice Fit Aid for, for uh, basic white girls who can't even when they have to lift it'd be great
2: <laughs> coming this October I like
0: it can you imagine how nasty that would taste uh, Pumpkin Spice <laughs> Life Aid be so good, Yeah. I think we got a lot of ideas for the games here now. Yeah, yeah. It's a big help yeah. on the blowhard piece. Yeah, because he, was, I think, I think he was serious. Like they're really looking for somebody to fit that space, and so. And I was thinking, I, mean, I got to figure out like what's the sport that does that, and it probably is the obstacle racing.
1: Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely. And they just launched. Um, I don't know if you saw. CBS last week, Hunter's on a, on a new show now because no one could beat him on Steve Austin, so they yeah. finally canceled the show. Like, they really? brought back all the previous winners and had a new tournament style, and he just kept winning and kept winning and kept winning. They're like, all right, can't time to anymore. move on. I can't guy can't be dethroned." so now he's on, who is it? A-Rod? Uh, a- no. No, 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 it's um, Tim Tebow. Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow, Tebow show. show? Yeah. Oh, I love Tebow. He's got a new show. Yeah, him and...
2: He's not playing baseball somebody anymore?
1: Somebody else. No. Guess not. See, I've always said Tebow
0: should do CrossFit or obstacle racing or something. That dude is a crazy good athlete. Yeah. He just can't play football for shit. Yeah. I mean, he can't quarter... I mean, you know... he's in a, the NFL. Yeah, he can't play in the NFL, but he's, like, living that dream. Like, he yeah. wants to be NFL, and he's never going to make compete. it. Yeah. Just a crazy talented athlete, though. Yeah. He's too tall for CrossFit, though.
2: Yeah, they were uh, briefly talking about The Rock going against... Um, like getting a girl to compete and just have it set up to where he gets humbled up pretty quick, and that's that would be
0: Tia would destroy him,
2: or someone. I mean, it would have to be someone that's not competing, I guess. But well,
0: I mean, it, it, she wouldn't destroy like him in one everything. Of the
2: demo girls. I've said
0: forever. I'm a very strong woman. Very like I lined up. I did nineteen one. The I scaled the whole thing this year uh, as a test to prove that scaling is every bit as hard or intense, maybe. Yeah. And so the scale for the men in 1901 was the women's RX. And I killed that thing, killed it. Yeah. Like I would have been top 10 women in the world. Yeah,
1: really? Yeah. Good for you. I'm a weak woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: like, do you have like scaled masters? What else can I add on? That's what that? I was doing. Like, scaled masters. It was great. We've you. got one of our, our team members, Logan. He's also an athlete. He, you know, yeah. He's only got one arm, and the guy can lift heavier than me on most oh, things. I with met him. One arm. I'm like, how the hell? This isn't even fair. I don't even want to lift with you. Like, well, funny enough, so me. I ran into
0: him at the Arnold. I was, uh, I was down there with a friend, and the booth I was hanging out at was right next to where the adaptive athlete's working out, and that dude's cranking out one-arm pull-ups faster than oh, I can do two-arm pull-ups. Yeah, okay. I talked about him today with Craig. Yeah, dude's killing it. And so after he was done, he came over, and he knew the guy I was with, so he introduced himself, and we talked. He you know, told me who he was with. And I told him my dream was eventually to have my meme page so big that I'd be a sponsored athlete right next to Hepner. I'm like, that's my goal for you, man. you gotta, you got to get me this dream job. He's like, all right, I'll work on it.
1: <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah. We went on our company retreat last year. We, we rented six houseboats and went to Lake Don Pedro. And he actually lost his arm uh, as a professional wakeboarder. Yeah. So I get him back behind my boat, and uh, he's wakeboarding with with one arm, and he goes wide on it. And I don't really have; it's my my boat's more of a ski boat, so it's it's not really a wakeboard boat. So it's not putting up a huge wake, you know. But he goes wide, hits the wake as hard as he can, and pulls a backflip with one arm. I was like, "You got to be kidding me! (laughs) I can't do that. Not even close." (laughs) This dude is shredded. Yeah, shredded.
0: So strong. Like i he, I
1: he was does blown away. when he comes here to train, you know he'll do uh wall balls with thirty pounds with one arm because he's like, "Oh, in the competition, you know the twenty pounder is lighter. I'm like, dude
2: That's are you kidding me? like is any sport from the other side or
1: No, none, he because does. it's above the elbow, oh, so he's man. literally got just a little nub he, with no shoulder development because there's no way to he tries to yeah. work it, but know, yeah, yeah. no I, strength.
0: I outweigh him by 20 pounds, and he does a have much heavier clean... I'm not even going to say how much I clean and jerk, because his is much heavier. One arm. It's, yeah. He's inspirational as hell. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's impressive. Matter of fact, I, we need to sit down with him. He There's hit like point. a, what,
1: yeah. 260 clean with one yeah. arm? Oh so my God. I think his cleaner yeah. and jerk is like two and a quarter, maybe.
2: When did this I accident mean, happen?
1: Back when he was a teenager.
2: Okay, so he's had... I was going to say yeah. that.
0: He's not old, though. I mean, he's like in his 20s, right? Uh, so yeah. Maybe 30. 30 no. well, maybe yeah. 30. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he we we'll have to sit down with him yeah. at some point. He's an amazing dude. So, who do you guys think could uh, take uh, Fraser
1: out? No one. Should I say that as well as Scott? Should I say Scott? No, I don't. <laughs> I think Hepner's going to give him a run. Have you seen Hepner? No, is seen Heppner a like machine. It. I've heard that top guys. Don't even want to go out there and train with him because he just like redlines red so lines hard, sweater. and people are like, "No." Well, I think
2: that that'll bite him in the butt at some point. He his training style is is
0: he's high volume. He's
2: such high volume that, which is awesome. It's amazing that he can he can take that amount of volume. But I think you know it, it really hinders his ability at those longer competitions. Yeah.
0: The guys I follow closely, like Hepner um, is really solid. Obviously, Pat Vellner's having a great year. Um.
1: Past that,
2: we're a little biased. Yeah, uh, uh, with you know the the twins and they're and up and Scott. coming. I, you know, who's I, that I'm young kid
1: about. out of Iceland? Uh, little guy. Um, he's been posting some. Oh,
0: Frederick! Is it Frederick? Oh um, there's a few European guys. I mean, Lucas That's Hogburn is
1: is really thing. solid. Um, it's probably going to be so much more dominant Fraser yeah. this year because the new format. You're not getting. The best of the best. There, you're yeah. getting the best in There's certain of countries, could, which are yeah. pretty far down the total we'll pool as far happens. as the U.S. is concerned.
0: Here's my opinion on it: is you know, last year I went in saying all these guys are so good on any given day he could lose. I'm taking it back, only because he proved me wrong. And this year on 19-1, he finished like I want to say 175th or something. And the dude is five six, and it was wall balls and rowing. And if he's not in the bottom. Twenty-five percent against all the pros at his height, he's not losing anything else. And yeah, yeah. he did nineteen-five in six and that a half insane. minutes, or you know whatever it was. He, he's, was he's just was a straight-up machine. Until until somebody proves that he's beatable, yeah. I'm not going to say anybody can beat him. Even the people I love like brothers, like it's just God. He's at another level.
1: Yeah, we were interviewing one of his uh, coaches at Wadapalooza and the the. Details that they're paying attention to is on another level. He said Matt has the ability to look at whoever is, you know, competing, like whoever's close with them, and just look at their chest and see how hard they're breathing and know how much he has to turn on the gas or not. Just like, That's oh, insane. they're about to burn out or they're totally wind, <laughs> you know, like, ah, yeah. okay, yeah. I can cruise a little bit or. You know, you saw that even in in that last open workout, yeah. you know, the guy's just like his pacing is yeah. amazing. I have to do games this
2: year. Where uh, there's a strength conditioning guy out at the UFC Performance Institute in mm-hmm. Vegas, and he, his name's Bo, um, and he has all of the you know physiology testing, uh, more uh, way above and beyond most testing facilities have and they're they're buddies from um, the training, Olympic Training Center when uh, Fraser was there back in the day, so he's going to after the games this year take him there and run him through all of these these tests and just you know see see his limits and see see his strengths and it's it's going to be really cool to see mm. so
0: I ran into Fraser, uh a few weeks ago. It was funny. I did a meme on him. I was going to the Arnold, and I knew he was going to be there, so I did a meme It was a wrestling meme of some guy body slamming another one and I just put when I meet Frazier right <laughs> and he messaged me DM me on it and said no way man I, I love your page and so I'm like all right well I'll go introduce myself so we wait in line for him like a couple of poppers <laughs> and uh and we wait for like an hour and a half it was crazy there and uh we got in line too late and so he finished before we got up to him and give this dude credit man he walked down the rope line and shook every person's hand took photos with every person in line anybody that asked for like another hour he got to us about halfway through that he saw add my shirt with my logo on it he pointed at it and walks over I'm like hey I'm John with make what's great again he's like I know man I fucking love your page you're hysterical <laughs> I'm like thank God because I've said so many bad things about how tall you are I thought you were, were going to kill me
1: that's good that's a sign of a class act you know I mean everybody's abilities will eventually fade when it's in the physical realm but how you treat people is what's you know uh, that's what lives on I always think about you know my funeral and like you know how many people show up and you know yeah. what is said. Like I think that is the testament of how you've lived your life. Of your life, yeah. Well, absolutely. that's
0: that's honestly like part of why you know we're here today is um, you know we're trying to do the same thing with this page. Like we, I ended up with a platform I didn't think I'd ever have. You know, just a, a huge opportunity to talk to a large group of people, and that's partly what we want to do is just get this message out that you know you should do more for others. If we can help people not consume sugar and you know turn them on to. Better, know, products. better products, better services, better movement. Um, you know, that kind of all fits in. I think you guys fit into that, and,
2: and it's not just random things. We're, we're, you know, we we picked uh, Fit Aid because we truly stand by the product. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. But Again. it's super
0: impressive to hear what you guys are doing here. I mean, beyond just you know how good your Stuff is. I love what you're doing here in the office. You know, particularly the gym. I'm super jealous of. But want to uh, work
2: out here sometime. Although I'm jealous of the bar.
0: I'm liking the bar. Hey, we can grab a workout right after this, and then we could have a drink. We just did. We just did one at HQ. Okay. Oh, I'm.
2: That's why we were shaking. It smoked me. Yeah.
0: What'd you do? Uh, So um, funny story, actually. It is a funny story. So I started CrossFit eight years ago. In this coming May. And I kept notes on virtually every workout I've done for eight years. And so I was thumbing through them this morning. I was like, I want to see what my, you know, what the first one was. And it was uh, three rounds for time, uh, 15 deadlifts at 145, 21 kettlebell swings at 35, and a 400-meter run. Okay. My 40-year-old self, it took me 19.42 to do that. Now, keep in mind, I'd never worked out in my life. Yeah. I'm going to throw the disclaimer. But almost 20 minutes. So I looked at it with Chad. I'm like, holy shit 20 minutes like i should blow that out let's do it today at hq you know like me retest it at where crossfit was invented i did it in, i did it in nine forty-eight
1: today wow great but, half the time yeah
0: 10 minutes off yeah. eight years later but i'm 48 now you know and yeah. and it for me that's you know it was it was actually kind of an emotional moment for me like we were talking to greg about this and You know, I think, you know, science, quote unquote, or doctors or whoever will tell you after 40, you can't really build muscle mass. You can't continue to improve. You're just going to level off. And here I'm eight years later, infinitely fitter, you know, infinitely more muscular, you know, capable to do things I'd never thought I'd be able to do. And
1: it's amazing how many people of authority speak their communication. The verbiage they use is around soft talk and negations. I see it all the time with my kids, teachers, can 't won 't shouldn 't well, what about what I can do, what I will do you know right That's um, so true. Yeah, and, and, and the soft That's the talk is another thing we eliminate around here it 's yeah. like maybe the you know non committal talk is like no no no, what, what are we doing mm-hmm. you know what 's the goal we 're going to get it done you know it 's just a matter of putting in the effort. Yeah.
0: And, uh, oh, I hear it too. I have teens and I hear yeah. it from their teachers and the, yeah. you know, I, I feel like I'm constantly telling my girls, what do you want to do? May, let's make it happen. Don't, you know, don't let me tell you, you can't yeah. go somewhere and do something. You know, you're not, you're not held back. You know? And that's
2: awesome to be able to shift that mindset at such a young age where, you know, they're impacted most in the school.
1: Well, so much of what we're jacked up You know, from a a kind of a psychological baggage, you know, the demon on the shoulder perspective is programming that, you know, we got between zero and seven when we were in download mode. And it's not that our parents or or teachers don't have good intentions. Of course, they had good intentions. They're doing the best that they knew how to do, except they were dealing with their programming right Right. and sometimes programming is you know money doesn't grow on trees or you're never gonna be you know such and such or you know you're too short to play in the nba or whatever it is you know and you get Stuck in these negative cycles instead of going well, what can I do? What am I empowered empower, to actually, you know, uh, have an effect? And how can I work on my trajectory over time? You know, Steph Curry, the greatest basketball player you know alive right now, is not a tall guy. You no, know, he's right. a, a midget for uh, basketball really size. Really you know, he's you know, six, definitely. yeah, you know, at six one and a half or whatever he yeah. is. So, so like we don't like him too much. We're oh. Clevelanders. We were LeBron <laughs> oh, forever. Man, you know. man, We got to championship. Your boy's not doing so good in yeah, L.A. Yeah, either. Yeah. He's
2: not our boy not anymore. Right. Yeah. We're crossing our fingers for uh, the guy down at Duke.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe LeBron Please. Jr. in three or well, four Well, we years. should be going for a four-peat here in the yeah. Bay Area this yeah. year if uh, you guys didn't get that little cheater call with Draymond getting ejected and uh, I forget what game. And, and look, uh, But I'm glad you guys yeah. won one. You, you, a- <laughs> <laughs> you blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's right. all we say. You blew a 3-1 lead. You're right. We blew we it. So we got. did so a, blow it. We'll take This is a true we'll,
0: story. The last time I was in California, I was. Uh, it was that game. I was in Los Angeles, went to visit a buddy of mine. And we're in a bar, this brewery that he owns, and it's game seven. And the place was full of people from Ohio for some reason. And when, um, uh, it wasn't LeBron, who was the, the, the guy? Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. Made you the know, made this, Makes the shot. I literally stand up in this bar full of Californians, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> hands up, just screaming my ass off. Everybody's turning, looking at me. It was, an, you know, and, you know, Cleveland hadn't had a championship in 50 fucking years. Yeah, too. So,
1: yeah. yeah, so we were, you know, we were a little excited. Californians are pretty mellow. Yeah. Like, they're not like, you don't want to be doing that kind of shit in Pittsburgh. Oh, no. yeah. You know, I mean, Maybe. they will kill you. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Cleveland, I'm sure, is pretty hardcore, well, Cleveland too. Cleveland and Pittsburgh are very Yeah, good. yeah, they, I remember uh, when I was living out there, they were, yeah. <laughs>
0: there was no love lost between yeah. those two. Well, now our team's better. Yeah, so <laughs> go Browns, too yeah we're in a good we're in a good cycle right now except for the calves you know, there so you go. Are thinking.
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah we actually we broke a kid's heart from here flying back i was dating this girl and we're on the plane and there's this little kid and he was cute he was like eight years old he's got his little jordan's on you know and and the girl i'm with looks at him she's like oh do you like basketball and i could just feel it coming he's like yeah i love basketball and she's like, our team, she's like, where are you from? He's like, Sacramento. And she's like, our team just won the championship. And I'm just like, no, because like I could see the look on his face, like instantly went to despair. You know, I'm like, I'm like he's from this area. You can't <laughs> you can't probably that. a Kings fan, so you're all oh, right. Yeah. He, was, he was heartbroken. Oh. oh, my God, it was funny, though. So she ruined a little eight-year-old's life. It was good. Well, Aaron, thank you. This has so uh, really been amazing. Great time to get a chance to talk to yeah, you. Thanks and for coming by. Better understanding yeah. of your business.
1: So Awesome. All right, appreciate we appreciate
0: it. it. Take care.
2: Have a good one.